Welcome. I'm Julie Bacon, and you're listening to the Mindset Coaching for Handlers podcast, a podcast for dog handlers who are on a mission to achieve big goals. Here I share lessons, insights, personal stories, and tools you can apply during your next show, trial, or test to help you strengthen your mental game and hopefully cue more consistently. Be sure to check out the show notes where you'll find details about the episodes, plus important links, including the link to the Dogged Planner and Workbook created just for handlers on a mission. So if you're ready to improve your competitive mindset, get out of your own way, and connect with your dog like never before, then it's time to get comfy, bring an open mind, and work your mindset. Hey there, welcome back. Today we are talking about self-talk. Yes, that, the, that voice or voices in your head that really shape all everything that happens, your, your results, right? Every, everything you believe ends up being everything that you see. And I think self-talk is probably, I mean, I think it all comes down to self-talk, right? Our self-esteem, our confidence, what we believe about ourselves, what we do. It, I mean, it's all so much tied to self-talk. And we need to be always vigilant, I think, is, is really the short answer. Like, well, what do I do? What do I do? And it's just, it's constant. You know, I know that different people sort of process the world differently. Like some people have narrators going on in their head at all times. Some people like never have a quiet moment because their brains are always going. And other people are like, what are you talking about? I have quiet moments all of the time. And so I realize that everybody processes differently and thinks about different things. One of the analogies that I've long used that I realize that some of you will get and for others of you who don't, I'll have a second analogy coming up. Um, but I've often used this concept of having a committee in my head. And because I am a person who, you know, gets different thoughts and, and has different moments of, you know, well, where did that thought come from? Or, or why do I think that about myself or whatever? And so I've just kind of created this analogy of like, imagine there is a, you know, large, you know, one of those old school mahogany you know, conference tables in the center of the room and seated all around it are all of your various, mm, let's not call them personalities, but all of those little kind of thoughts, right? So you've got, you know, one person you might even name the cheerleader, you know, while another person you might name negative Nelly, uh, you know, another person might be scaredy cat or, you know, whatever, right? And you have all of these different kind of thoughts because on any given day when you're approaching, you know, everything from I have to make myself get up and do the laundry and a voice is like, eh, do you though? You know, and that, but that somewhere in the back reaches, you're like, who's that nagging voice that says my house has to be perfect. Oh, I know that came from my mother long ago, you know, that, um, says that my house reflects who I am or something crazy like that. Right. So it's just all of these collections of thoughts or collections of experiences or people who said something once to you or made you think a certain way, or your own fear talking, right? Your own fear saying, I don't know if I can, I, you know, I'm not good at this, uh, you know, and then another voice chimes up and be like, oh yeah, you always screw up in the big moments, blah, 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 blah. So for me, I've just always named those thoughts, sort of those committee members or my voices in my head, right? 
Now, for some of you, I have been told, I have received feedback and I am listening, that that is not how your brain works at all. And this is one of those moments where I'm like, I need to know more. I can't imagine your brain not working like that. How does that, where does that come? And so for some of you, this might be showing up as beliefs and like these just things that you just believe about yourself. They're not coming from anywhere else. They're just things that you are thinking and that you think to be true. And the thing about beliefs or, you know, the voices or these little things or however it is that your mind functions, um, what we need to realize is that those maybe started from somewhere and maybe you have the patience to trace those beliefs back or in some cases you know exactly where something came from. But the point is that those beliefs shape our thoughts, right? Because if I believe that I'm, and I will pull out my old my old useful analogy here, if I believe that I am bad at math, then that is the thought that I will have when faced with some sort of something that looks like a math problem, right? Two trains leaving the stations. I'm, you know, someone says that I'm out, right? Because I'm like, nope, my belief is that I'm bad at math. If you're talking about two trains leaving the station, I don't care if we're going on vacation. Like I can't listen to any more of this. Um, And then it changes our actions. You're like, I will take the bus. I will take a plane. Like I'm not doing this. And, um, and then our actions, of course, form our results. Okay. So math jokes aside, if you believe that you are bad at something, right? Or you could never be successful in a different career, then you will start having those kinds of thoughts. And if you start having those kinds of thoughts, then the action that you might take, or you might take an inaction, and you might not apply for a new job in a new area, because you don't, you already don't believe it's possible. Okay, so then you don't apply, and then you never know. All right. And the thing is, is that sometimes we do this, believe it or not, it's crazy, but studies, science, et cetera, have shown that the reason we do this is that we are safer and more comfortable with the known, even if it's negative. So maybe you hate your job, you really want to switch careers, but you're freaking scared to pieces because you've never worked in that other field. And what if you don't can't cut it? Or what if you don't succeed? Or what if, what if, what if? And it is easier, safer to be miserable in your current job than it is to branch out and take that risk, right? Because you could come up short, right? What if you fail? Um, and so that plays into our dog lives all the freaking time. Okay, the added layer that we have in our dog lives is we tend to, and I've seen this a lot, project or assign or whatever the word is, these kinds of things on our dogs as well. Oh, my dog hates that. Oh, my dog never would, no, I could never do that with my dog. My dog can't do that. My dog, no, not going to do that. And some of them are based in experience, right? Some of them are, yes, my dog had a bad experience once with an umbrella and we're working through it. And some of that are, are masks for things that we don't really want to try or we're uncomfortable doing, right? I had a client for a long time that we coached that it just kind of became a running joke that she would just blame the dog always. Oh, well, Fifi doesn't like this, so we're not going to do it. I'm like, really? Did she tell you this? Because she's literally never seen this situation before. How do you know? And it was the handler. Of course. Of course it was the handler. 
All right. So when we deal with self-talk, when we deal with the things that we believe, whether they're fleeting beliefs and they're kind of funny or whatever, or seem harmless, or they become limiting beliefs so that not only do they affect our thoughts and our actions, but they limit our experiences that we're maybe having in the world. They limit the things that we are willing to try or willing to do or you know, adventures that we're not willing to take for whatever reason. And we don't obviously want to get there, okay? Um, the other thing I want to bring into this conversation is the reminder of fixed versus growth mindsets, okay? Because limiting beliefs are very much, beca- can become a fixed mindset. So what is the difference? A fixed mindset is the thing that are, are like statements like I am, you know, I am bad at math, right? I have a fear of heights. I hate going to that trial location. I, it's like those, they're just statements. And when you hear them come out of other people, it's easy to hear now, you'll be on the lookout for them. But even in yourselves, you'd be like, oh, I mean, it could be like, I don't like that color blue. Okay, well, that's fine. But like, it's a statement. So anytime you're making a statement, like I'm bad at front crosses, my figure eights are terrible, I, 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 I am, this is, it is like the state of being that you have just accepted in that there's no room for like another person. Like if you were saying that to another person, like what's the response? Like if I tell you I'm bad at math, what's the other person going to say? Like, how do you know? Like what? I mean, like I don't even know what the follow-up question to that is, right? And so those are very much flags, red flags for a fixed mindset because those statements, the person doesn't believe that change is possible, right? That they could get better at math or front crosses or figure eights or what have you, that they feel like, nope, this is it. This is my life. This is where I am right now. It doesn't get any better than this, okay? That's a fixed mindset. A growth mindset which most of you had, or you wouldn't even be listening to this, um, says that with effort, I can improve. All right. Maybe I can't be the best, um, but with effort or resources or another lesson or putting more, you know, practice into place, I can improve this. All right. I believe that the best, you know, the mindset people, the people listening are already people who believe that they can improve their mindset. Otherwise, why bother with with this recording? Right. And so why would you even bother if you couldn't believe it could get better. All right. So the same has to be true even when we think about thinking, i.e. our self-talk. Okay. We can improve our self-talk. I don't need you to go from, I can't do a figure eight to, I am the best person who's ever done a figure eight ever in the history of handling. Right. It doesn't need to be that dramatic. It can just be going from, I'm terrible at figure eights or my figure eights are terrible too. I'm working on my figure eights. That's it. That's progress, right? That's changing. That's moving forward and changing your self-talk into a forwarded, forward motion and opening to the possibility and being curious of like how that can improve for you. Because as soon as I change that, you know, um, and those of you who don't do obedience, but like, you know, a figure eight is a lot of handler footwork right? It's a really important aspect of the figure eight. And so when we put a focus on it, 
And if I start to change my mindset about from, I'm really bad at figure eights or, you know, I always send my dog too far out on the one turn, whatever, it doesn't matter. Two, I'm getting better at figure eights or I'm working on my figure eights or my figure eights are better than I used to be. Those are all positive moving forward aspects that open the door for more growth. All right. And that's what we want. We want to always be opening the door for more growth. So when we bring it all back to self-talk and we think about the, the beliefs that get in our way, those are the beliefs that tend to be fixed or have become fixed and then become what I call, or a lot of people call limiting beliefs in that they are limiting our, or limiting the possibilities really, because you're so shut down to how it could unfold or how it could get better. Um, you know, even, you know, we, you kind of fix mindsets all the time. You'll start to hear them now that we've had this conversation, <laughs> you'll start to hear them in other people as you go through life. Okay. So what I want you to do and how you start chipping away at these, because we all have them. And by the way, you're never one or the other in terms of like fixed or growth. You know, you might be, you might have a day where you're 70, 30 fixed and the next day you're 30, 70 growth, right? And you're in a much more growth mindset frame of mind, all right? Showing up at a lesson, you know, are you showing up to a lesson or a seminar like open-minded and you'd be like whatever she tells me to try I'm gonna try because like why not let's go or are you showing up in the handlers or the instructors like hey we're gonna do this today and you're like ah you know my dog doesn't do that really so whatever fixed okay so you're gonna start to notice and you're gonna start to label sort of whether it's your voices in your head or your thoughts or the beliefs that you think you have and start to notice what they are and how they're either helping you or getting in your way. Because for that, or they, they could be neutral, but most of the time they're one or the other. Most of the time you're having a thought that is helpful or it's not helpful. All right. And if you just start there and you just start with some awareness of what thoughts you're having and where you're having them, like what are the topics? What are the, are there themes to it? Um, do they all come back down to fear of failure, for instance, which we talked about, or do they all come up for, uh, they're all related to change or they're all related to one, one dog, but not another dog in your house. Like where are sort of the themes? Okay. So part one, just be aware. Part two, you know, if you were going to write them all on a piece of paper and sort of organize them? Are there themes that are popping up over and over again, right? And then from there, now you can start to either trace them back or, and at the same time, you can start to replace them. And again, I want to caution you, when you replace them, you don't have to replace them with the opposite thing. Like I'm never going to say, go from saying I'm bad at math to being like, I'm a freaking math genius, right? This is never, that's not a thing. But if, a, if I apply a growth mindset to that thought, then I could say, well, I can get better at math. Like I can, I can get better or I can get better at like percentages, like calculating percentages, you know, like those kinds of things, right? There's, there's areas, there's steps that we can take that are forward. The other thing that I would probably choose for to replace my bad at math is I would choose to say, I don't put any effort into math. 
because that's the truth, right? I'm a smart girl. I could figure stuff out if I wanted to. But the truth is, is A, it was hard for me at one point. Someone else told me, probably a nun, I wasn't good at math. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to just accept that in, as my own. I'm just going to wrap that with a little bow and set that front and center in my life. And those things that start out as kind of innocuous end up being big deals if we let them. And really big deals if they we allow them to, again, curtail the things that we do, or we don't enter trials, or we don't go to certain places, or we don't do certain things because of all of the things that might happen, could happen, what have you, okay? So self-talk, I think, is something that we could talk about every day, eight hours a day for the rest of our days, okay? It is, you know, you're not going to fix it. You're not. You're not going to fix it, but you are going to improve it. And you're going to improve it all the time, especially if you say, you know what? I don't want to feel this way anymore. I don't want to believe this thing anymore. I want to, you know, improve this. I want to work on this. Those are all growth approaches to even your self-talk. All right. And so just, again, start with being aware, then start to think, are there any themes to this? And then from there, you can unpack it. And once you can unpack it, you can sort of pull it apart and realize where this came from. Is this, is this your fear or is this a fear that was given to you by someone else? Um, a parent, a nun, <laughs> whatever. Okay. And that's how we make progress on it. But the first step is to decide that you have to improve it. All right. Um, I was talking to someone at a trial and, you know, everything she said about it was, yeah, well, let's see. Well, it's negative. Or, uh, da, 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 da. And like, what kind of day do you think she had? Right. I mean, my question is, is do you really want to believe those terrible things about yourself? Like why? And the truth is it's safer. Some people think that they're um, lowering expectations so that if they do better than that, great. But if they do worse than that, then you, they knew they were right all along. You know, well, that's not a way to live. It's not a way to get better. It's not a way to wake up happy. <laughs> okay. So we need to really work on self-talk. We need to really figure out how we can, if not believe in ourselves, at least not be rooting against ourselves. Because that's what really breaks my heart when I hear a client or just even just an exhibitor at a show start to speak so poorly about themselves or their own expectations of themselves. They're really, what I hear is they're rooting against themselves. And it just, it makes me sad. It breaks my heart. Um, and, and don't root against your dog. Because if you're rooting against yourself, you're rooting against your team, which is really rooting against your dog. And I just can't with that, right? Are we going to mess up? Yes. Are we going to make mistakes? A million times. Are our dogs going to screw up? Absolutely. It is a sport, right? It is a sport. It is up. It is down. It is two steps backwards, one step forward. Um, there's a lot of that, okay? That's all real, all right? But we get to choose our perspective. We get to choose how we think about it. And... Um, we get to make, we're going to, we, you know, some of us may have to make those better choices every day until it gets easier. All right. But the commitment to do that will have a big and lasting impact on our performance, on our joy, you know, how much we enjoy going to trials, how much we enjoy working with our dogs and the belief that 
improvement is possible, that everything can get better if we, you know, put some attention to it. And this includes our self-talk and how we see ourselves and etc. So like I said, I could talk for hours and I have with many clients and I would be happy to uh, again with the clients um, because I think it is, it's to me, it's what all mindset comes down to is what it is that you believe about yourself, your self-esteem, your self-confidence. It all, it just, it all comes down to, well, what is the thought that you're having about yourself, right? And where can we go from there? Okay. All right. Well, have a noodle on that. Let me know kind of where you struggle the most in your self-talk. Like where does it come up for you the most? And um, let's see if we can't do something about it. Okay. All right. I hope you have a great week with your dogs. Thanks so much for listening to the Mindset Coaching for Handlers podcast with me, Julie Bacon. I am so grateful for your precious time. Check out my Dogged Planner workbook and journal available on Amazon. Just search for Dogged Planner. I also offer monthly membership that's perfect for ongoing support of your awesome goals. Check out theqcoach.com for details or just stop by and check out all the ways you can work on your mindset. And be sure to follow me on Facebook and Instagram at theqcoach and let me know how it's going. Finally, please share, subscribe, and leave a review. This helps us podcasters tremendously. Plus, I know I get my best podcast recommendations from friends. Thanks and have a great week with your dogs.